Alrighty, I, uh, we're in the middle of 27a, Chav Zayin Amid Aleph. We are at the colon, like smack, like um, literally at the, I think it's the beginning of, it's at the first wide line. And we're just going to um, just discuss for a moment a concept that we mentioned a little bit earlier on on this same page. And we'll start from there. So really, the, it's just the last word on the narrow lines. The Al. And this is what we're going to be analyzing. The Al Tamid Shal Shachar Shikar And about the morning Tamid offering, the everyday offering, um, that it would be offered until, or Bit Arbashaos would be offered during the first four hours of the day. Mantana Lahaditna. So now we're going to ask you a question. Who is it that taught the following Baraisa? First, there's. Okay, so the Brisa begins with starting with a quoting a verse. So the Cham Hashemesh Vinamas. And when the sun grew hot, it would melt. This is referring to the man or the manna that came down um, for the Jewish people in the desert. This is what they ate. And it says basically that once the sun grew hot in the day, the manna that had um, not been collected would melt. And the Brisa says, when is this point in time when the sun grows hot? But Arba Sha'os, it's at four hours into the day. Now the now the Brisa goes on. Ata Omer Ba'arba Sha'os, Ho'eno Sha'os. Now does it mean four hours or is it a reference to six hours or during the sixth hour of the day? So the Brisa says, Kishuhu Omer Kachom Hayom Hareshe Sha'os Amor. So basically, there's another verse that says the heat of the day, and there we know it's reference. It's referring to the sixth hour. So ha ma'anim v'namas. So if that's the case, if the heat of the day is a reference to the sixth hour, then how would I interpret when we say, and when the heat of the sun is, uh, or when the sun grows hot, it would melt. When does the sun grow hot? But arba shows it would be at four hours into the day. So that is uh, that's the idea. So basically, the manna would would start to melt at four hours into the day. Mani. So now we're going to ask, who is this? Who is the author of this brisa that says that this is a reference to four hours into the day? Which, by the way, would also mean that they hold that the morning is over once you get to four hours of the day, because to the fourth hour. Because it says that the man, it says that the manna, it says that the manna would be collected in the morning, and the idea would be is after the morning is when it would start to melt. So obviously, the same person that feels that if you feel that the, it would start to melt during the fourth hour of the day, you also believe then that morning is over once you get to the fourth hour of the day. Now, who would that be going according to? Because when you think back to when can you say the morning service, we have Rebbe. That's at Rabbi Yehuda that says you can say it in, um, through the fourth hour. And we have the sages that say you could say it up till the sixth hour. So who would it be then that holds that the morning is over once you get to the fourth hour? Lo Rabbi Yehuda v'lo Rabbanon. That would neither be the Rabbi and it wouldn't be the sages. E Rabbi Yehuda, because if you're going according to Rabbi Yehuda, ad arba sha'os nami tzafrahu. But wouldn't he believe that even... Until the end of the fourth hour, it's still considered morning. Yet this Brisa would seem to tell you that until only until the beginning of the fourth hour is it considered morning. 
And irabanan, and if this is going according to the sages, that obviously can't be, because ad nami, because until midday, until the sixth hour, nami tzafrahu, it is still, it is still considered morning. So who is this brisa like? So we answer, Ibayas Ema Rabbi Yehuda, Ibayas Ema Rabbanon. We could say that, if you want, I can say that this Bryce is going like Rabbi Yehuda. Or if you want, I can say that this Bryce is going like the Rabbanon, like the sages. Now, how could that possibly be? Didn't we just show that, that it doesn't seem to be going like either of them? So now we're going to explain that. Ibayas Ema Rabbanon. If you want, I can say that it's going according to the sages. Omar Kra Baboker Baboker, because the verse says by the manna, it says, in the morning, in the morning. Um, this double expression, in the morning, in the morning. Why does it have to say that twice? Why doesn't it just say in the morning? <coughs> it's teaching you, Chalkehu Lishnevikarim. Take the morning and divide it into two. So divide it into two mornings. Each morning would then be, according to the sages, don't forget, morning is six hours long. So each Half of the morning would be three hours. And then what the verse is saying is that they would gather the manna during the first morning, or the first half of morning, but during the first morning, which would be up until the fourth hour. And then after that, that's when the manna would melt. So we could say that the brisa that talks about the manna melting at the beginning of the fourth hour, that could be going according to the sages. Or if you want, I can say it's going according to Rabbi Yehuda. Hi, Boker Yesera Lahaktim Loshachas. And he would say basically that you have the extra word morning to teach you that when it comes to the manna, morning was actually a little bit even earlier. It was an hour earlier than the normal understanding of morning. So although you can say the morning service until the end of the fourth hour, morning when it comes came to the manna, it would start to melt at the beginning of the fourth hour, an hour earlier. So now the Gemara is going to keep on talking about this. The Kule Alma Miha, but what we do see, at the very least, what we, according to everybody, we see that the Cham Hashemesh Vinamas Ba'arbashos, that when it says the words, and when the sun grew hot, the manna would melt, it's referring to four hours. And that it seems that no one argues with at the beginning of the fourth hour. Me'emashma. So the question is, is. From where do we see this, or my mashma, how do we see this from that verse? Where in that verse do we see a reference to the beginning of the fourth hour? So, Amar Avachar Bayakov, Avachar Bayakov said, Amar Kra, the verse says, V'cham Hashemesh V'namas. The verse says, And when the sun grows hot, it would melt. Ezohi Sha'asha Hashemesh Cham V'hatzel Tzonein. What is the point of the day when the sun is hot? And if you're out in the sun, you will feel hot. Whereas in the shade, it's still cool. When is the last point of the day when that is the case? In the morning. Have Omar Barba shows that is at the beginning of the fourth hour. And that's why everybody agrees that that verse is a reference to the fourth at the beginning of the fourth hour. Okay, so that is the end of that discussion, trying to just figure out that Brisa of the manna, who was the author of it. And now we're going to go back to discussing the Mishnah. Okay. So we had a dispute in the in the Mishnah when you can say mincha the afternoon service until um, Rabbi Huda said you can say it until plag mincha half of mincha or an hour and a quarter before sunset and then the sages say no you could say it all the way till sunset so now we're going to ask Omer le Rav Chista le Rav Yitzchak Rav Chista asked Rav Yitzchak Hasam Amar Rav Kahana Halacha Rabbi Huda when it came to the morning service. 
Rav Kahana had said that the halacha is like Rabbi Huda, that you can say the morning service till the end of the fourth hour, unlike the sages who say that you can say it until midday. And why did we say the halacha is like Rabbi Huda? Because there's a Mishnah in the choicest of tractates, which is tractate idios, tractate of testimonies, that says that the halacha is like Rabbi Yehuda when it comes to the morning service. So that's why that's what the halacha is. But hachamai, but what about when it comes to the afternoon service? Do we follow the rabbis or do we follow Rabbi Yehuda? Do we say mincha? Are we only allowed to say mincha until plag ha-mincha? Um, until half mincha or an hour and a quarter before sunset? Or can we say mincha all the way until sunset? Ishtik v'lo amar Yitzchak was silent and he did not say anything back to Rav Chista. Omar of Chis of Chista says, Nechazianan. Let's see. Midarav mitzalel Shabbos be'erav Shabbos mi'ba'odyom. From the fact that we see that Rav, he said the evening service of Shabbos, so Friday night, even before sunset on Friday. So if you, he would say that you could say the evening service before sunset, that obviously would mean then that Mincha needs to be said before that, which would lead us to believe then that the time where that you can say mincha until uh, one and a quarter hours before sunset, and then you could say mairev right. You could say the evening service right after that, um, all the way through the night. Um, that's what would seem to be apparent from the fact that Rav would say the evening service on Shabbat or on Friday night before sunset. Um, but then we say no. Adraba, on the contrary, that's just one, that would seem to be just the actions of one individual. But look at Rav Huna and the sages. They would not say the evening service on Shabbos on Friday nights until sunset, which would seem to lead us to believe then that Mincha could be said until sunset. Then you say Mairev, you say the evening service after sunset. So we'd seemingly learn from there that the halacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda, and that you could really say mincha all the way until sunset. So which one is it? It seems to be that we have um, contradictory, um, contradicting uh, stories. So we answer, Now that we have not said that the halacha is like neither this person or this person. We haven't said that the halacha is like Rebbe or like the Rabbanon. The Ovid Kamar Avad or the Ovid Kamar Avad. We can end up just saying that if you do like one person, you're good. And if you do like the other person, you're good. In other words, you could Davin Mincha until um, half Mincha and then Davin Mairev after that. Or because the basic idea is, is that you can Davin Mairev um, what the moment you can no longer dava mincha. So either you could dava mincha up until half mincha and then dava mairev after that, and that would be like Rebbe, or you can do like the sages. You could dava mincha until sunset, then you could dava mairev after sunset. So that would be the idea. Um, that would be the, the final halacha. Rav Ik, so we're going to go a little bit further. Rav Ik, Lebe Geneva. Rav went to visit Geneva. And they daven the mire of the evening service of Friday nights before Shabbos started. In other words, um, in other words, before sunset. And on that same time, Rabbi Yirmiya Bar Abba, who was the student of Rav, would pray right behind Rav. The Siem Rav and Rav finished his prayer service. 
but did not disrupt the prayer service of Rabbi Yirmiya. He wouldn't walk past Rabbi Yirmiya, um, even though he had finished the service already and Rabbi Yirmiya was in the middle of praying. So from that little story, we learn three important things. Shmamina, number one, we learn from there. That a person can do the Shabbos evening service before on the eve of Shabbos, meaning before sundown, before Shabbos starts, or before Shabbos must start. Ushmaminan, we also learn from there. That a student can pray behind his teacher. Ushmamina, we also learn from there. Asur la'avor keneged hamispalim that you're not allowed to walk in front of somebody that is davening. And this is a proof for Rabbi Shubhan Levi. Because Rabbi Shubhan Levi said, He says that you're not allowed to pass, you're not allowed to walk past people that are davening. I think it's um, because you uh, would ruin their concentration. Now, is this really true that that is the halacha? But don't we know that Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi, they would pass people in front of people while they were davening. So we answer, Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi, Chutzla Arba Amos the Chalfi. Now, Rabbi Ami and Rabbi Asi, when they would pass in front of somebody that was davening, that was outside or beyond four Amos of the person davening, uh, four cubits, so about uh, six to eight feet. They would be six to, they would distance themselves six to eight feet from the person davening before actually passing by them. Okay, we'll go a little bit further. Rabbi Yirmiya Hechei Now, how could Rabbi Yirmiya do this? Daven behind his teacher. The Ha'amar of Yehud Amarav didn't Yehud say the name of Rav. Lo Olam Al Yispalel Adam. We're now on twenty-seven B. Lo Kenegad Rabov Lo Lachore Rabov. Didn't we say that you're not allowed to daven um, facing your teacher and you're not allowed to daven behind your teacher? So how could Rabbi Yirmiyah have done this? Um, and we'll stop here with this question uh, cliffhanger, and we will continue later. All right. Um, basically, what we just we went over today was first tried to figure out that Brisa who it was going according to, that says that the manna melted at four hours. Um, and then we talked about who the halacha is going according to, who, who the halacha is according to when it comes to the latest time to daven mincha, the afternoon service. And we basically concluded that you can go like either one, which would make a difference for Mayrev as well. Um, then we talked about davening. And then we basically discuss, started discussing this concept of passing in front of somebody while they're davening, and also a student davening behind their teacher. Have a uh, wonderful evening.